Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. It is Sam, and I'm coming at you from New York City. Yes, in the last week or so, I have moved my life from California to New York uh, to pursue my 10th year dancing with a really fierce, amazing dance company. Um, But I'm not going to name it on here because, you know, there's like PR rules and all that stuff. So if you're curious about what I'm talking about, go to my Instagram profile and you can read all about what dance company I'm working with. Uh, But it is my 10th season and I am back in New York City. And holy moly, I got to tell you, being back here is like a mile marker for me. It's a mirror, if you will. Um, I moved here to New York City in 2008, right after I graduated college. I'm dating myself um, right now. Yes, you can figure out my age. And I moved here in the hopes of being a poor, starving artist. Yes, that is what I thought success was. I wanted to be a starving artist, waiting tables and doing... Um, amazing art inspiring um, work as a modern dancer. I didn't want to smile on stage. I did not want to be cheesy and and bright. I wanted to feel. And that's where my young 20-year-old self was. And the day that I moved into my apartment in New York City, actually, um, I got the call for this dance company saying that I was hired after my first audition with them a few months prior. And it was um, magical and it was life-changing. And, you know, from that first day that I moved into my apartment, this was a thing. Like New York City was a thing for me. I had grown up coming here to see shows and um, to experience training. And I had finally felt like I made it. And I feel like I got lucky. Um, I got lucky in the right space, in the right time. There happened to be a new tour that was being developed for my company. And so there were extra spots to be hired and it was really, really amazing. And that was my first year in New York. It was a wild. And New York has seen me through so many ups and so many downs. And I wanna talk today really about resistance, but before I get into that resistance, I wanna give you a little backstory of, of kind of where this is coming from for me. So that was 2008, and after a couple of years of being in the city, I'm like, I, I want to expand. I want to do something different. I, I want to dance in a bigger, better way, and so I auditioned for a contemporary modern company and got hired, um, and so I was able to be dancing in so many different ways, and around the same time, one of my jobs told me that I needed to, quote unquote, work on my fitness. I needed to work on my body and how it appeared um, on stage. And so that sent me into this world of fitness. And really prior to this, my only understanding of fitness was seeing my mom wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym every day, Um, but I didn't really know what she did. And even in college, you know, this was back in like 2004, 5, 6, um, 7, or five, six, seven, eight. There we go. 
And most women weren't really talking about lifting. They weren't talking about HIIT training. They weren't talking about um, any sort of strength training. It was like, go run on the treadmill. Or if you were a dancer, you were told running was bad for you. So instead, you just spend an hour on the elliptical, which doesn't really do much for our physique. So I didn't know what to do. I started taking a million dance classes. I started um, doing Pilates and running. I mean, I just did everything and I was exhausted. And I remember talking to our athletic trainer and I was like, what do I do? And she got me into um, lifting and strength training. And within three months, my body changed and it was amazing. And that really started my love affair with fitness. And so I started my fitness career here. I started teaching at a boutique fitness studio before all of the boutique fitness studio craze really happened. Um, back then it was just mainstream gyms and then a few studios. And I was really fortunate enough to be in a studio that really focused on functional fitness, which were things that were going to help people in everyday life, push, pull, squat, lunge, hinge. Um, and so that really set me up for an amazing career in the fitness space. And so my love affair with New York, I've said love affair twice now. I don't know. It's just, I'm feeling it today. Um, you know, New, New York saw me moving here as a fresh 20 year old with $200 to my name, living in a Harlem apartment shared with girls and maybe not the best neighborhood. And um, maybe not the best apartment building. Um, and it saw me through this fitness career. It saw me, um, go through auditions where I was cut a million times and hired a few times. And so New York has, has seen me through these things. And then I moved away, which was a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. But every time that I've come back to New York, it's like a mile marker. So then there was a point in time when I came back to New York and I wasn't so happy and I wasn't doing well and I was in that marriage that was suffocating me at the time and New York during that time was me sitting on a bench crying with my journal saying, what is my life? What am I doing? And as I moved back and forth to California and New York for this job and as my life has evolved and I have stepped away from that relationship, I have come back to New York 11 years later. And in being here right now, I see the mirror for all of the work that I've put in, for all of the resistance I've experienced, for all of the pain I, I experienced, for all of the love that I've experienced. And I feel like I can finally breathe. And I feel like I finally moved through some of that resistance. And so today I really want to talk about feeling the resistance and what that can look like and what often happens when we decide to give into the resistance or move through the resistance. So another side story, I'm giving you all the side stories. I guess I'm feeling really chatty today. Um, <laughs> thank you, New York. It's giving me a different energy, but I am throwing a really amazing workshop and event this weekend in New York City. And yes, there's like two spots left. If you are in New York and you want to join me, let me know. Um, but I'm throwing an event in New York and it has brought up some really interesting feelings for me. Now, I have moved through a lot, just as most of you have. You've, you've had trials and tribulations, but, but you've moved through them and you felt um, victorious after them. But then it's always that next step, that next thing that makes you uncomfortable. 
And that's where that new resistance comes. It's like whenever you deal with a lesson or a problem or a thing, you're like, ah, I've mastered this. I'm good. And then a week later, a month later, a year later, you're like, crap, something just came up in my life. Thank you, universe. And I realize that I'm still feeling challenged. And so creating this event and, and really this podcast it too, are my next levels of uncomfortable, my next levels of discomfort, stepping out and really stepping up. And I will tell you, when my co-creator and I had this idea for this event, we are like, this is fire. This is amazing. Every woman needs to be there. They're going to feel amazing. We're going to dive deep into their limiting beliefs. We're going to reconnect them with their passion and their joy. And we're going to really dive into what's holding them back. What are those stories? The I'm not enough. So there's not enough time and there's not enough um, energy and there's not enough money and there's not enough, not enough. And I'm not enough. All of those things that are holding us back from either having the relationships we want or the career we want or just the life in general or maybe the financial freedom that we want. And we're going to dive into them. We're going to dissect them. We're going to get rid of them through a really amazing ritual. We're going to create new mantras and affirmations, but then to take it a step further, we're going to come up with an action plan to literally go after those goals with your new mantra. And by the end of this three hours, when you are feeling freaking amazing, we then move into a photo shoot. Like, holy moly. I mean, I've gone to events where you have an amazing weekend, but all of a sudden the next Monday, you're like, I'm back at work. I'm back in my life. And I don't even know what I learned because it was all so um, spiritual or emotional or intangible. And having this photo shoot and having this action plan are the tangible steps that you're going to be able to walk away with and really be able to call upon when you start to question those things. So when, whether it's next week or next month or six months from now, you're like, Ugh, who am I to be doing this? You literally have evidence of your power. You have evidence of your worthiness through these pictures. So that was a whole um, side note. I wasn't planning on talking about that, but I'm super fired up about it because I think it's freaking amazing. And what woman, entrepreneur, business babe, just queen, whether or not you got a business or not, doesn't need this. And in today's social media age, I'm like, look, everyone needs photos, whether you have a personal brand, a network marketing business, um, you know, whatever you, you generally need photos. And if you're someone that doesn't need photos, we're going to help you feel like a freaking rock star goddess queen. And I'm going to help you through that photo shoot. So anyway, this event, we are, my, my business partner and I are super fired up about, and everyone that we've talked to is like, yes, yes, I'm in, I'm there. This is great but they're all California based and we're doing the workshop in New York. And so my fears start creeping in as I begin to share this a few weeks ago with, with people in New York, they're like, Oh, great event. And I'm busy or great event. I'm out of town. Great event. I can't be there. And all of the no's started coming in and all of my fears started coming right back up to the surface, right back up to the, well, Sam, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are to do this? Who like there's not enough people out there that need this or want this or see the value of this and why do you think they would come to something you would do? And all of those nasty little thoughts started taking over. And I want you to know that whatever you're dealing with, however you've decided to step out, 
whether that is stepping into a network marketing company, whether that is auditioning for a new show or, or stepping into your power as a performer, or if you're applying for new jobs, or if you are moving up into the next level in your business, or you have moved into the next level in your relationship, wherever you're feeling uncomfortable and resistance, that is where the growth is. If you're feeling resistance and all of those negative thoughts and those stories and those little whispers of your ego are chiming in and making you question what you're doing, you know you're on the right track. Yes, that's what I just said. So when I felt this resistance, when I felt the fear and the judgment and all of those horrible things, I knew that this was what I needed to stick to and move through so that I could grow to the next level. And I think so often we compare our journeys and and people say this all the time. You can't compare your chapter two to someone else's chapter 10. And that's literally where I I think I started doing this. I, I start looking at other people holding workshops. I start looking at other, you know, things like that and comparing myself when the truth is this might be my chapter two and a half. This might be my chapter three and I'm expecting it to be my chapter 10. And so I had to, A, let myself off the hook and say, what will make this successful? How will I find this successful? It's not in the number of tickets sold. It's not in the type of response I get. It's not in any of these outside um, external forces. The success is in showing up. How can I make this successful? I can make this successful in showing up and sticking through it despite the fear, despite the resistance. So for me, I had to reframe what success was in this event. I had to reframe what I was looking for because, you know, if I had a pack room of 15 people and it, that would be amazing. If I have a room of five women and there is incredible transformation and incredible activation, that's success as well. But beyond all of that, beyond all the external sources, me showing up and saying fuck you to those crazy stories in my head and going to do it and committing to stick through it anyway, that is the success. The success is in showing up every day. The success has nothing to do with the external validation. It has nothing to do with people saying, oh, Sam, you're amazing. Oh, Sam, you did a great job. No, F that. It has n- my success has nothing to do with the outside people. It's about how I show up. So how do you view this in your, you know, your health journey, your business journey, your relationship journey? How are you showing up? So for my friends on the nutrition journey and the wellness journey, it's not about the pounds on the scale. It is about how did you show up to every single meal? How did you show up to your workouts? Did you make an excuse or did you get your butt in the gym? How did you show up for yourself and talk to yourself and be kind to yourself? And part of that might be showing up for yourself and saying, girl, I'm exhausted today. I need to take a nap. I need some meal prep and that's going to serve me more than going to the gym and killing myself today. So how can you show up for yourself and keep that as your measure of success 
rather than how many pounds you lost. Because that's the external validation or having someone say, oh my God, girl, you look so good. Like that's the external. Yes, that feels great. But at the end of the day, that's not really getting you closer to your goals. What's getting you closer to your goals is you showing up. So my network marketers, y'all, this is for real, for real, for real, for real. I have to say my network marketing business has set me up (laughs) for success in this workshop because you get told no a lot in network marketing and you can get told a million no's, but you really just need that one yes. And so that network marketing business has taught me resilience and it has taught me to show up for myself. So for everyone that's new in network marketing and, or even just in business in general, How do you show up for your business? Are you treating your business like a business or is it just something that you do, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there? How do you show up for your clients? How do you show up on social media? How do you show up and control the things that you can control? Because that's really the reality of showing up for yourself. You're the only person you can control. So you can control your mindset. You can control your physical space. You can control your physical body. But beyond that, it's out of your control. So how do you get to show up as the best version of you in your business? How do you show up as the best version of you in your relationship? It just, it relates to every aspect of our life. So whatever season you're in, whatever area you are concentrating on and focusing on, because I don't think that we can expect transformation in every area of our lives all the time. I really think that there are seasons for focusing on business growth. I think there are seasons of focusing on personal transformation and personal, emotional, um, spiritual growth. I think that there are seasons for romantic love and, and relationship growth. And so I think we need to take the pressure off of ourselves to be everything in every aspect of our life and just focus on one area. What is the one area of your life right now that needs the most attention? And where are you feeling the most resistance? For me, in the last couple of weeks, it's been business, 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 stepping out, creating a podcast, launching it is terrifying, you guys. It has been terrifying. And that resistance means I'm doing something right because moving through the resistance is what gets us, makes us stronger, right? You don't go to the gym and like pick up a one pound weight and go, oh, that's so easy. I'm getting so strong. No, you pick up the heavy weight and you struggle and you start sweating and your heart rate goes up and your breath gets choppy and you don't look so cute. If you're like me, you look like a drenched rat at the gym, but you know you're getting stronger. So welcome the resistance. Say resistance, thank you, teach me. Be my teacher, be my teacher. And welcome the resistance because on the other side of that is that next version of you. So welcome it, welcome it and show up for yourself. So you guys, I am so pumped about this workshop. I am letting go. This is my declaration to whoever is listening to this. I am letting go of the outcome. And the only thing I am focusing on is how I can show up, how I can deliver the best service possible, how I can create the best environment possible, how I can give everything I have to give in that workshop to create and support and spark and activate change and transformation to the women that decide to show up for themselves. Because making an investment in coaching or making an investment to go to an event is really one step in showing up for yourself. 
And I've experienced incredible transformation through different workshops and different um, coaching programs and, and masterminds. And I want to make sure that I give these women exactly what they need because they're showing up for themselves. And I'm just that container to, to allow and spark that transformation. So this is my declaration. I am going to show up in my best way possible, in my fiercest, most servant-minded way. And I'm going to let go of the outcome. I'm going to let go of who can and who can't come. I'm going to let go of how much money we make or we don't make. I'm letting go of what other people on social media think or don't think. Because the truth is no one probably cares. They probably care way less than I think they do. Let's be real, right? Y'all don't care. But in my head, everyone's judging me and caring. So (laughs) that's me being uh, really transparent and honest there. I'm letting go of that all. I am taking a deep breath in. I'm inhaling and I'm exhaling and I'm surrendering and I'm trusting in the universe. You can trust in God, the universe, Buddha, your spirit guides, whatever you believe in. Trust that you'll be led to make the right decisions for you at the time to get the lessons and the growth that you need at that time in your life. So bringing it back to New York City, y'all, it has been a mirror for me. And what I love, especially this week, is that I feel like things are finally falling into place. I remember moving here in 2008. I remember booking my first jobs here. I remember my fitness journey. I remember getting told that I wasn't the right body, the right size, the right shape at various auditions. I remember getting cut from auditions. I remember going on a zillion blind dates here. I remember, or not blind dates, um, what are those called? Um, we didn't have apps back then. A website, online dating dates. Um, I remember having friends get married here, friends get divorced here. I personally remember, you know, amazing jobs here. And I also remember the hard times And I remember sitting on that park bench and just crying and not knowing what my life was going to be, but knowing it needed to change and then making the change. And then I remember coming back to New York after separating and leaving that marriage and just being so raw and emotional and vulnerable, literally crying on the streets of New York, seeing other people walk their dogs because I had to leave my dogs in my marriage. And... It was so incredibly painful, but New York City showed up for me and provided me the space to heal. And while I've experienced so much love and also so much heartbreak in this city, this city has allowed me to grow and to heal and to evolve. And being able to go back and forth between California and New York has allowed me the mirror It has allowed me now to come back after a few years of that healing journey and to feel like I've arrived and to feel like I have something to share. I have something to give. I have support and love to offer. And it really lights me up and it fires me up. And I just hope that you, through all of this mess that I've been saying, I'm kind of going all over the place. I hope A, that it makes sense. I hope B, that you gain something specifically today about showing up for yourself. And maybe I'm curious, do you have a city or a place that acts as a mirror or that mile marker for you? Are you someone that like always goes on a family vacation somewhere and every year you are able to realize and recognize the growth you've experienced or, or just how far you've come? 
Because I think that we often are so focused forward on what our next goal is and the next thing that we don't necessarily honor our journey and honor what we have been through. And I think that's what New York is doing for me right now. It is it is giving me the space to honor the journey, to honor the heartbreak, the love, the loss, the triumphs, um, to really be proud of all of that. So I'm curious what your thoughts are. Let's continue the conversation, you guys. Thank you so much for your time. I really can't even tell you how much gratitude I have for you. Every single one of you who has reviewed and rated and subscribed, it helps me so much get the content out there. I really appreciate your support, especially as I embark on this terrifying thing called podcasting where I share my heart and I hope to inspire and motivate you to step up and step out in your life. So if this uh, resonated with you at all, would love for you to share it, screenshot it, tag me, maybe send it to a girlfriend who might get some value from this. And you guys, just from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful to you and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.